In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dearly beloved children of God, and welcome to Thursday in the 22nd week in the ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the second day of September 2021. Let us together call upon the Spirit of God to dwell in us the unction for true knowledge of God. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dearly beloved children of God, the title of my homily today is The Knowledge of God is Indeed Through Power. The knowledge of God is indeed through power. The first reading today is taken from St. Paul's letter to the Colossians chapter 1 from verse 9 to verse 14. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel of Luke chapter 5 from verse 11, from verse 1 to verse 11. Dear children of God, we are very much familiar with this statement. Knowledge is power. However, today I qualify the knowledge what I'm talking about and the kind of power I'm talking about. Dear children of God, you know, motivated by this coinage, knowledge is power. Many have gone into different forms of things in search and in their quest for knowledge. In order to succeed in life, success understood from various backgrounds and perspectives. Many have done so many things in their quest for knowledge. Many spend so much of their quality times fielding themselves mentally with pieces of information and uh, elements of knowledge that does not in essentially speaking beneficial to them it may be beneficial to them temporarily it may be beneficial to them bodily it may be beneficial to them materially but in essence, in the final analysis, this only amounts to destroying them. Little wonder then the Bible says that they, um, there are ways that seem so right or righteous to man, but the end thereof is destruction. Today, I bring you, dear child of God, the knowledge that is indeed through power. And that knowledge is the knowledge of God. In the first reading, St. Paul, after praising the people, the church in Colossia, said this to them as a reason for his praises for them. He says, they never ceased in praying for them, asking that they may be filled with the knowledge of the will of God in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. And that is what I pray for you today, that you may be filled with the knowledge of the holy will of God in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. And what will be the effect of this? To lead a life worthy of the Lord. To lead a life worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to Him, bearing fruits 
in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. So you see, once you have the knowledge of the will of God, you will be filled with spiritual wisdom and understanding which surpasses all knowledge, which surpasses all understanding, and which surpasses all wisdom. And then you will now be fruitful in every kind of good work. Every good kind of good work. And increase in the knowledge of God. And then he added, may you be strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy, giving thanks to the Father. So Paul understood it clearly that it is this knowledge of God that brings about the power that comes from God that will enable us to endure and live patiently amidst the trials and challenges of life, even in the midst of all this, giving thanks to God. And that is what I pray for you today, that your strength in God will not fail you. This very injunction of Peter was brought to the fore by the encounter Jesus had with Peter in the gospel reading of today. The first thing after Jesus has finished teaching the crowd by the lake of Gennesaret, he entered into the boat of Peter. Number one step, he entered into the boat of Peter. If you allow God into your life, your life changes for good. Remember when the apostles, you know, stood the chance, the danger, the risk of being drowned on the high sea. The moment Jesus entered into their boat, there was calm on the sea and they got to their destination. And after getting into the boat of Peter, the second thing was Jesus started teaching. He taught the crowd, and Jesus, uh, Peter, listening to, this, listening to this teaching, was filled with the knowledge of the will of God, as St. Paul will talk about in the first reading. And having listened to all the teaching of Jesus Christ, having gained this knowledge, which is through power, Jesus now asked him to cast his net into the deep for a catch. Peter was a professional fisherman. He had worked all night but caught nothing, he said to Jesus, because technically speaking and given the knowledge that persisted at the time, this is the best time to catch fish and this is still true of today. But Jesus now gave him something contrary to the conventional knowledge because he has gotten the true knowledge. He has gotten the knowledge of God and he cast his net and he got a cash that not even his boat alone could contain, that he couldn't drag into his boat all alone, that he had to call upon his partners and they filled two boats, which is unusual. This is the third step. When you have God in your life and you take his instruction, now the knowledge of God leads to obedience of the, 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 the obedience to the orders, the instructions, the statutes and the commandments of God. That is the number three step. Once you have God in your life, you listen to his teaching, and when you listen to his teaching, you obey him because you are now filled with the knowledge of his will. We do not know the will of God just for knowing sake. We know the will of God in order to do the will of God. When we do the will of God, we learn to take others from God. In our taking others from God, we succeed in every life endeavor. We now have the power to endure patiently all the circumstances of life because we know we shall 
eventually come to glory, as it happened in the case of Peter, through this great catch. And when we are blessed by God through the great catches of life, we are humbled by that experience, recognizing that, oh, the knowledge we thought we had, the capacities we thought we had, the powers we thought we had, the wealth we thought we had, the beauty we, had, we thought we had, are actually nothing, because we do not merit them. It is all the grace of God, it is all the love of God, it's all the mercy of God. And it is on that note that we now, in humility, go on our knees to say to God, we are not worthy. At that stage, we become more hungry for the Lord. We become more desirous of God. We, 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 we become, you know, we thirst more for God. And that is why at this point, Jesus could not say to Peter, you have caught fish, but you, now you shall become a, 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 a fisher of men. You shall not be catching men, dear children of God. This is what happened. And Peter left everything, this huge catch, to follow God. Now, why did he follow Jesus Christ? Because he realizes that even though this appeared now to be a very lucrative business with Christ, he shall have a greater wealth, a greater blessing, dear children of God. That is why I say to you today, the knowledge of God is indeed what? The true knowledge. The knowledge of God is indeed true power, rather. In, and Jesus, Peter, who left all of this to follow Christ, in catching men, he became truly a wealthy person. Remember, he is into the trade or the business of fishing in order to earn money. But you will see in the book of Acts chapter 4, reading particularly from verse 37, uh, rather from verse 32, that Peter became wealthier by following Jesus Christ and catching men for Jesus. And look at what the Bible says in verse 32. All the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of his possessions was his own, but they shared everything they had. And in verse 33, with great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and much grace was upon them all. Verse 34, there were no need, uh, needy persons among them. For from time to time, those who owned lands or houses sold them, brought the money from the sales, and put it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to anyone as he had need. Verse 36, Joseph a Levite from Cyprus, whom the apostles called Barnabas, which means son of encouragement, sold a field he owned and brought the money and put it at the apostles' feet. And this team was led by Peter. So you can see that Peter now, who followed Jesus, leaving everything behind, eventually become not just wealthy, not just powerful, not just influential, but became as great as Jesus. For Jesus gave him power to do all the mighty works that he himself did. Dear children of God, we live in a generation where we give so much attention to the things of this world and little or no attention to the things of God. We are knowledgeable in the things of this world. People spend millions of naras and dollars going overseas on studies but have little or no time to study about God, to learn about God. Many will spend a lot of time, they are data 
better on watching different uh, programs online, but they will not spend up to 10-15 minutes without complaining, listening to a homily, listening to an audio, learning about their faith, learning about God. They can spend hours, they can spend so much money on data, sub- making subscriptions to watch different programs that do not benefit them either on cable or on the internet, yet they will have little or no time for the things of God. Today, God invites you to come to Him, drink from the wealth of His knowledge, know His will, live according to His will, take others from Him, and see yourself experience what true power is. For God has come to give us the knowledge that brings about true power. Power in material resources, power in spiritual resources, power in mental resources, power in psychological resources, power to take charge of your world and to succeed. May God, whom has drawn you to himself and nourished you with this word of knowledge today, manifest in your life the power of his presence through Christ our Lord. Amen. Be sure of my prayers and my blessings always. And do not forget to key into our nine the beginning of the month novena and intensive prayers by praying with Isaiah 62 from verse 1 to verse 10 and Psalms 125, 126, 127, and 130. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.